is going on, everyone? I'm back. I'm alive. Everything is <laughs> everything is good-ish. So, yeah, setting off uh, the episode in a really positive note. I got smashed uh, before the weekend. It was a really good time. And by smashed, I mean rear-ended by a Nissan Rogue. Uh, it is a crazy experience. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I... And, and I'm not a very spiritual person. I'm not. I don't, I'm not one of those those types. But two days before, uh, I was thinking, you know, I haven't I haven't really been in any accidents, any car accidents or anything. And then the day of, I pulled out of my driveway. I was like, you know what? I really haven't um, I haven't been in any accidents or anything. You know, I'm you know pretty good driver. People, you know, I haven't really seen any anything like that or or been a part of it and then boom that morning I'm listening to uh I was listening to Tom Segura and Krista Stefano I'm you know I'm at a red light just looking forward uh and I'm listening to a podcast and uh Krista Stefano said in one of the podcasts he goes they say I have you know uh, a best man face but best friend body, you know. And as soon as he said that, I saw a <clears throat> a black Chevy truck screw, like break hard and then fly by doing like maybe double the speed limit. Um and I'm at a red light. I'm just I'm just chilling. So then I like look off to the side. Then I hear just 2 seconds of a screechy tire like and then Bam, I got hit right in the ass. My beautiful Subaru that I love so much is now no longer with us. And uh, I was out of it. I got hit and then I was just out of it. I couldn't, um, I didn't really know where I was for a second. You know, it was probably like, and and then this woman, she came out of nowhere. She's like, are you okay? Are you all right? And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I couldn't get out of my, um, driver's side door, I had to get off, get out the other side, airbags went off, powder everywhere. And, um, she's like, I, I can stay if you want me to. And, you know, for me, I was just like, I, I didn't know what was going on. She's like, I could stay if you want me to. I saw everything that happened. Um, you know, so I should have said yes. I just was so out of it. I'm like, no, you're okay. She's like, I have to go to work. So I didn't want to, you know, I, I, you just don't even act. And, um, yeah, so, you know, just kind of sitting there. You never know. You never know when, uh, you know, something like that's going to happen. That's the craziest part. And uh, I had, you know, the kid the kid who hit me, his car hit me so hard that he spun around me and he actually ended up in the front of me. He he hit me so hard in the, in the back, the access point turned him, and then he ended up in the front of me, you know, and he gets out, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I was going a little fast, you know, I, I, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, he's apologizing to me, and I don't even know where I am at this point, point. and the only thing that I can, the only thing that I could think of, like, right then and there, you know, people say their life flashes before, I didn't see shit, you know what I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I couldn't have, I didn't even see anything coming, so there's no life flashing, the only thing that I felt bad about is I was like, man, you know, I'm going to be, I, I didn't even think about, it. I was like, man, I'm going to be late for work. Like that's where my head, I was like, man, 
going to be freaking late. It's like, dude, you're not going to work today, you dumbass. Like, you're not going. You're not going. Uh, you know, and that's it, and that's the crazy part. Like in my head, I was just like, I'm going to be so late for work, you know. And that's the only thing I kept repeating in my head. And then finally, after I think like five minutes, I started to like get you know snap out of it. And man, I mean, it, it, it's just such an insane experience. You know what I mean? When you get I mean, I got blasted from behind. I, I got blasted from behind, and he didn't even buy me dinner or give me a kiss first. And uh, it's 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 just a crazy experience. I will say, I, I will say, uh, you know, the the shoulder shoulder separation because I I went and got checked out the next day. Um, a little dizzy. My head still is a little weird. Like when I get up, everything feels kind of kind of dizzy uh, if I do it too fast. And then uh, on top of that, having the X-grade my shoulder, separated shoulder. So that's uh, going to be fun. And I love working with PTs, so that's good. And I know I probably could do the PT technically. I know people are going to roll their eyes at this my, myself. But I think it's important to have somebody else look at it because they're going to see different angles, different things that you could have done or should have done. So this puts a little bit of a kibosh on some of the things that I'm looking forward to this summer and and, and, and for my business obviously but here's the thing it's like you just gotta you know just follow the steps just try to make yourself better as you go and you know it, it happens it happens to people you know all the time so the the other thing I will say is I went to the hospital uh, I went to Bristol Hospital and the people there man so nice like I like had such a great experience like it was packed in there I mean you want to talk about packed I mean, every single seat in the ER, you know, was, was, you know, there. There's people in wheelchairs, people holding their face. Some woman came in with a broken arm. That was interesting to see her hand up in her arm. Like, it was, like, broken. Looked like an L, you know. And, um, you know, just kind of sitting there. And every single person I interacted with was just so nice. And I love that. You know what I mean? It's like just good bedside manner, just really focusing on there, apologizing. I'm like, why are you apologizing? You didn't send all these people in here. Like, like, why are you apologizing? Don't apologize. You don't have to apologize for that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, with, with, with all of that going on, still people are able to just be so nice, so respectful. Um, I mean, and then when I left, there was this dude and this lady, she was going to discharge me. I was there for like five hours, you know what I mean? And it, that's that's a long time. I was there for a while. And she's like, hey, uh, there's somebody, there's a very upset, there's a very, very upset um, person in the in the ER. So let's, you know, just, just be warned. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'll, I'm going to be all right. But they walked me out with somebody else. And she's like nervous, um, the broken arm girl. They, they fixed her up and everything, and, and they're going to ship her on her way. I don't really think she needed x-rays. It's very clear that her arm was broken. Uh, you know, you're like, oh, I think you need an x-ray. It's like, mm, her arm is in the shape of an L. So, yeah, I don't think you need to do that. So, as I'm going out, I, I look, and there's this kid. And maybe he's about my age, maybe a little younger. And he must weigh all of mm, maybe 130 pounds. And there is seven security guards and one police officer all around him. I'm like, 
You need all this for a 135-pound kid with tears in his eyes? He was screaming um, because they cuffed him because he had, a, I believe he had warrants. And whose fault is that? Because I could hear him screaming a little bit. I was actually, <laughs> this, this story gets better. Um, two things. Uh, one, I was in the psych ward. They put me in the psych floor because they were, you know, they want to make sure that there's beds for the COVID-19s. So I was in the psych floor. So what I noticed about being on the psych floor <clears throat> is you know, you get a bed and you get a chair, a desk that's bolted to the ground, a, cha uh, a chair that is bottom heavy. They fill it with sand or cement uh, so you can't throw it at um, somebody on the psych floor, which is very nice. And there's not a whole lot you can hear when you shut the door. Like you're, you can't hear anything outside, uh, which is creepy. And you know what they put on? Like in my room, it was special victims unit. Like it was like, you know, SVU or whatever. And I'm like, why would you put this on in a psych ward? Like, this is a depressing show. I can't change it because it's in a box. You can't, you know, do anything on that floor. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you couldn't put on something a little happier. I got to I gotta watch this shit. You know, these detectives talking about, you know, sexual crimes against people, against, you know, children and shit. I'm just like, what the hell? Or why is this even on? I'm just sitting there like, this is going to be um, interesting. And then every time somebody walks by, because I'm in the psych ward floor, like I'm in, I'm, I'm in that room, the, <laughs> the nurses and the people keep walking by and they're like, hi, hey, how are you? Like, hi, uh, how's, how's it going? So I thought that was funny that I was just like sitting there in a chair, you know, I'm like, I'm like, like rubbing my head and my shoulder and I'm like, like this. And then people keep going by. They're like, oh, he he's supposed to be in there, you know, which they're not far off. I mean, I, I probably do, you know, I probably should have taken a couple of trips there. But so when we leave, there's another thing that I noticed. And I noticed it when I first got there, but I also noticed it because I ran into him again and I ran into another guy. At this thing, the security guard. Now, this is the shirt that I'm wearing. Okay, the shirt that I am wearing is, you know, this is a medium or a large. I'll, I'll, I'll try to squeeze, you know, I'll try to squeeze into a nice medium, you know, keep it going, or I'll buy an athletic fit, like, shirt. Now, the, th the, the thing I, I didn't understand was, dude, this security guard, I mean, when they ordered shirts, when he was said, like, when they were like, hey, bro, we got to order shirts, it's your first day, you know, you know, when he said small, like order me a small, that's what that's what size shirt I wear. The person who took the order even was like, like they're writing it down. They're like, yeah, uh-huh, small, small. Like that's what they, they must have said when they saw this guy. And he said, yeah, yeah, small, that's my size shirt. This security guard had the tightest shirt on I have ever seen anybody wear ever. So I was like, I had uh, uh, shades on because the light was bothering me. It was like bothering my my eyes uh, when I got in because I took a nice little uh, wrap on the head. So I come in and I'm looking at this guy and I cannot stop like laughing. I'm like, this is insane. 
Like, is I'm, I'm looking around at all these wounded people, all these injured people. Like, does anybody see this guy? And nobody is going to say it. Nobody's looking as hard as I am. But, dude, this guy had the tightest T-shirt. One, one move, and it would have just busted. It would have just ripped all over. And I cannot stop laughing. So I saw him uh, again on the way out. He's got his arms crossed. He's waiting for this 130-pound dude to, to start, you know, going crazy again, crying about warrants or whatever, and to, to hold him down. But the thing that that kid didn't realize, if he went to go hold that dude down, his shirt would have burst into in, into many a different uh, material all over the place. I mean, I was I was dying. I could not believe he was at least an XL, and it's like he's like no, nah, small, small is what is what we're gonna get. Now speaking of tight, very very tight uniforms. Now here's another thing that I did not realize, and you know, it, and I'm all for it. And, and it's going to sound like I'm against it, but I am all for it because we'll go full circle. When I was when I was younger and I, you know, all my friends were in the medical field and all my friends worked at nursing homes and in and, and ERs and, and they worked all over the place. So I'm used to CNAs, RNs, LPNs, whatever. Scrubs used to be like when you'd wear scrubs, it, it, it's kind of like, you're always guessing, you know, you know, as a, as a man, you know, you, you, I would go out with a lot of, I've gone out with some nurses, gone out with some LPN, some, some CNAs and stuff. And it's like, they get the baggy, you know, scrubs on, you ask them out, you think they're really beautiful. Then you see them in person and they're wearing, you know, something, you know, jeans and you know, this, and you're like, wow, what a beautiful, you know, you can't really see anything underneath scrubs. Yo, they have been working on scrubs for a minute because four nurses with the tightest, tightest scrubs on to show off their blowout ass. And I'm just like, what is happening? You know, she's like, oh, come this way. Jeez. Holy shit. I didn't know they made scrubs like that. And, and you know, I didn't know they made T-shirts tight for that, you know, Teen Titan over there either, just standing there, that security guard ready to, you know, tear apart the first person who, you know, Looks at him the wrong way. I'm surprised he didn't pass out. That was a tight collar on the on the throat. But but some of these nurses, I didn't know that that they make scrubs like that, form fitting scrubs. I mean, I'm an old school guy, and it has it's been like six years, seven years since I've even been to a hospital like that. I've gone. I'm trying to think, it, probably like eight years. It's got to be at least that. Yeah, that I've been to a hospital for, like for myself. And I'm just like, wow, they've been working on scrubs, apparently, and I am not mad at all. Like, good good for good for them, and, and good for you. You know, the confidence in, you know, how do people, you know, focus. But it's good. It's good. It, you know what it looked like? It reminded me of, like, Disney Pixar. Like, Pixar keeps, like, drawing up all their, their like, moms, like with like crazy curvy. Have you ever seen Mrs. Uh, what is it? Uh, Mrs. Incredible. You know that shape. That's what I was looking at the entire time in the ER. I'm just like, what the hell? What the hell? And you know what? Do, do your thing. Do your thing, boo boo. You wanna you wanna do it? That's on you. You know I can't say anything. I wear uh I wear uh, the athletic stretchy pants jeans, and my buddies 
rag on me. Oh, my God, do I get roasted. I get roasted up every time. And yeah, I, I ended up going out. Uh, my buddy asked me if I wanted to uh, go and, and grab a drink. And I said, you know what? It would be just nice just to see everybody. I'll go out. You know, we'll, we'll go out. We'll do it. And you know what the, the problem is after you get in a car accident and you're an adult? You feel like you're in middle school again. You really do. You feel like you're in middle school. And here's why. You're constantly just standing there waiting for rides. You know, it's like, you know, you're, you're called, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah, thanks, man. And you're like pacing, looking at the door, you know, and you're like, oh, my, and then whoever's behind, hey, my ride's here. I, I'll see you guys later. Like, I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm 13. You know what I mean? I'm about ready to go buy a Magna bike at, at Walmart, just put some pegs on it and just start cruising around in that because that's how closely I feel like a middle schooler waiting for a ride. Um, you know, so it was good. And, and, you know, having, uh, you know, having your friends there that support you is really good too, especially, um, ones that do not give you any sympathy at all. And I think that's important. Uh, my friendships that I like to keep are, are people that'll keep me in check. So as soon as they see me, I'm getting roasted. Um, you know, they're like, yeah, really, you know, your car, you know, they totaled it. I think that, I, I think that would buff out, you know, I think that would buff out. I think you're going to get a good, um, deal. Um, it's, it's, and, and you know what, like almost getting like taken out and then having your friends just kind of really make light of the situation, like make you laugh about the situation is very helpful, especially with your, when you're in pain, uh, my neck is just, was like lit up and, and my shoulder and my shoulder still, like I said, we found out it it was separated. So that sucks. And, you know, like I said, the dizzy thing kind of gets to me too. But having friends around that will make you feel a little bit better, even though they are roasting you, is by far the best. So if you don't have those types of people around you, oh, man, you need to because they keep your ass in check. Because if you do something silly or stupid, they will be right there to tell you you're doing something silly or stupid. So we have hell yeah or hell no. So this one was fun for me because of a couple of different reasons. Um, we get to talk a little bit about everything. We get to talk about my experiences with most of these things. So the first one, and it was a submission by Taylor. Uh, so Taylor asked, black coffee, hell yeah or hell no? Listen, sis, what do you think is in this? Black coffee only in my, uh, that that's the only thing I will drink. I will not drink anything other than black coffee. And listen, here's the thing about black coffee. We talk about it all the time, and I've talked about it um, at nauseum um, on here and in my real life because what I seem to, what we, what we get is, I, I think it's like we took something, coffee, a dark black liquid that people drank, and they were like, oh, shit, this gives me some juice. I feel real juiced up right now. I don't know how the hell, like, I don't even know how this came about. Like, somebody, like, you know, it rained on a bunch of coffee beans and, you know, a puddle is like a dark black puddle. And the guy's like, you know what? We should, we should drink that. We should, we should drink out of that puddle. And the guys are like, yeah, it's a really good idea. Let's, let's do it. Let's just, you know, just take a sip out of the puddle. That, that's fine. And, you know, I would have liked to have been the guy that would be like, hey, you know, why don't we just have you drink out of the puddle and then just let us know how it is. 
you know, that's fine. And I bet that's how it went down too. You know, there's that one skeptic and you're like, "Mm, it's a black liquid. You know what I mean? It's just not, you know, that doesn't look very good. And the guy just sipped out of the puddle and he's like fucking running around all over the place going nuts. And they're like, man, this is, um, this is insane. Let's see how this, how this goes. And he did it again. Then he did. Then, then everybody just starts drinking. It's got to be that. I probably just gave you all the crash, you know, course on the origin story of how coffee became. So that's you know, you're welcome. And you know, I'm sure somebody will be like, "No, you idiot! It was like you know, James Coffee was the person who invented the coffee bean." I don't know. See, I'm just <laughs> I know nothing. I essentially know nothing. But. So what happened over a period of time, you know, to me with like where people started to drink coffee and then I'm like, I, you know, I always think of like Oregon Trail, like, you know, the guy, the cowboy or, or, or the or the settlers boiling, you know, a pot of coffee, him getting up. He just lost his daughter to a rattlesnake bite. You know, his son got ran over by the wagon wheel and now limps. They got a couple of arrows sticking out of the top of the, the canopy and there he is just sipping bitter dark liquid uh, in a in a tin cup and he cut his lip on the tin cup it's uh his his wife his wife's walking next to the the wagon pregnant because he wants to save weight for the oxen you know i'm really going into this, but what i'm saying is is that like it used to be a utility drink like it was like that's what you drink you know now when you, you go in you say black coffee. That's like, that's what I, what I order. I go in and say black coffee. And that's, it, it reminds me of just like, it's a little bitter. It's supposed to be, it gives you a little bit. Of, it gives you that nice caffeine boost. It makes you feel good. You know what I mean? My son's over there limping, you know, my daughter's dead. She got bit by a snake. My wife's, you know, walking next to her, you know, next to us. I hope she has a son, you know, that type of stuff. I imagine that's how that Sadler guy felt. You know, he's just kind of like, at least I got this cup of coffee. It's like, that's what I think of when I think of coffee. What I don't think of when I think of coffee is like, you know, dudes with suspenders that don't need them, you know, fedoras, cravats, which I did find out what a cravat was. So, and they're like, can I have a double mocha latte with two pumps of bourbon uh, frothed milk. I need my milk frothed. I would like some frothed egg whites on the top of it. I found out about that as well. Frothed, frothed egg whites. I uh, a hint of cinnamon, with a pinch a pinch of sugar. But make sure that sugar is is cane sugar. It needs to be raw sugar, and it needs to be bought um, from Bolivia. And I would also like you uh, to make sure, please, that you use the beans from Ohio. Those are. The best beans. Am I right? Yes, I'm right here. And like, so I'm just standing there behind them. What the hell is going on? And I just come up and I go, can I get a black coffee? And you could see a lot of times the the baristas um, or the young folks making the coffee. They're like, oh, thank God. (laughs) They just see me walk up. They're like, oh. Thank God he's here. It's just a black coffee. That's all he needs. I mean, yeah, this guy probably just sprinkles a little bit of dirt in it and then just moves on with his day. And and they're and they're right. I I have sprinkled dirt in it. What is the longest order for coffee? The longest possible order that actually exists for coffee. Okay. 
I want to know it. We're going to look at it. We'll look it up. I mean, now that I just said all that, I'm all for black coffee. Black coffee only. So for me, it's an obvious home run. Hell yeah. And oh no, 48% of you said hell yeah. And 52% said hell no. Some 52% of you. And this was actually some of the largest amount of votes we've gotten or I've gotten on the podcast. So, I mean, this is over, this is about 200 votes, you know what I mean? So thank you all for voting. That's, that is really awesome. I really appreciate that. Um, Taylor, thanks for the submission. And I hope that helps kind of clear up how you feel about the coffee. And I know you feel good about black coffee. So the second one, which is a submission from Ayla Badistoni. That's my mom. That's actually my mom. Yes, we don't have, you know, the same names. That's that's fine. I mean, I, I, I kind of like, I would want my name to be Badistoni. I think this is a badass name. Like, hey, what's your name? My name's Benny Badistoni. That's badass. That's, that's pretty badass. Ben, that'd be like the most Italian name ever. They'd be, I'd be like, Benny Badistoni. And they'd be like, geez, well, who's that guy? You know, what? I don't think they would say that at all. <laughs> They'd just be like, oh, all right, that's the guy's name. Um, so it is Poopery. Now, um, obviously, I hope that some of you um, can understand what Poopery is for. Um, it's, it, it's for. It's for going caca, you know, and it's um, for the smellies. It's for... Um, when you blow up that bathroom and you know, there needs to be, I, I didn't want to go for the low hanging wrinkle fruits on this, um, with, with poopery, but I, I feel like I am, I'm very familiar with this product. You know, my, my family carries it obviously. And I feel like here's the thing. If you go and you blow up a bathroom, if you just wreck a bathroom and I'll walk you through these protocols and I hope you all can you know, kind of go with me on this smelly journey. So this smelly journey that we're going to go on, it's like, first off, you got to make sure. So you got to do a double flush, courtesy flush. That's a, that's a nice thing to do. Then what you do is you take your poopery or you take the thing that's going to make it smell good. By the way, poopery really does help. You spray it in the bowl. You spray them. But then you spray in the bowl, okay? And then you should be in there washing your hands, wash your hands real good, of course, for two minutes. Let it calm down in that bathroom before you step out. Let it calm down a bit. There needs to be a loud fan. That's another thing. Any bathroom without a loud fan, that's like the worst bathroom because it's just, it echoes in eternity. You know what I mean? It really does. It's freaking terrible. This I remember I was uh I went back uh to my buddy's house and I remember I was like, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. I gotta, you know, I gotta go. I gotta I need some poopery. And we had like, you know, he's like, Oh, I invited these girls over, blah blah and I and I remember it, you know, at that age when you're like, you know, nineteen, twenty, you know, you're just starting to get comfortable with yourself a little bit. I mean, some dudes are okay with just, you know, crapping everywhere and anywhere. But, I mean, so you have pretty girls hanging out. You have people outside. I didn't know he had no fan. And the space between where the door met the the floor was, like, this much. Like, you could probably, like, put your head underneath, like, hey, how's it going in there? Uh, and that's what I feared. Um, I remember going to the bathroom and then hearing people giggle 
and I had no, there's no fan and there's a space in the door. That's, that's double way. And by the way, where we were hanging out was only one room over from the bathroom, you know, cause it's small. We're poor. We're, we're in, we're in one and two bedroom apartments. So all I can hear is giggling, which is the worst, the worst when you're 20 years old and there's, you know, girl, pretty people, you know, that you want to talk to afterwards. So I get out, I get out of there. I open the door and there's these two girls waiting for the bathroom. And I remember I'm like, man, I could really use some poopery in a, in a really loud box fan, you know, any fan, give me a turbo jet, one of those jet fans you see, give me anything. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, it's an experience. It's definitely an experience. So I'm going to obviously say, hell yeah, it's a little poopery, you know, a little poopery <laughs> fart noises. Um, yeah, 76% said hell yeah, and 24% said hell no. I, I, I find it kind of like hard to believe that people would have a problem with not having, <laughs> not having things that'll make the bathroom smell better so you don't have to throw up when you go in there. Um, you know, and uh, uh, thank you, Ayla Battistoni, uh, for your submission. I uh, started laughing immediately when I saw it. So the next one, which is, Betty Crocker frosting. Now, Betty Crocker frosting, which I think is a frosting for the depressed. I have seen people just take spoonfuls of this and just eat just the frosting by itself, especially the cre- you know because it's very creamy. It has that nice cream cheese feel to it. But I have to say that my experience of hearing about this Betty Crocker has I've been ruined, ruined in the past three years with this frosting. So every single time I go down that aisle, which by the way, Betty Crocker frosting aisle, like the baking aisle, like Betty Crocker t- runs that shit. She runs that aisle. Just walking down it, it's just like, it's constantly all you see is the Betty Cro- the spoon, you know, red spoon, you know, just, you know, says her, says Betty on it. And it's been ruined for me and here's why. And, and I love baked goods and I love those. And, and it's a hell of a frosting if you're in a pinch um, I'm quoting uh, Sue. Sue wrote that comment. Uh, shout out to Sue. Um, so the thing is, is it's been ruined for me because I had a friend uh, who was, you know, me and him were, you know, talking, and and him and his his lady uh, use Betty Crocker frosting. Now I know what you're thinking, like Ben, why would that ruin it? But what he said to me, sorry, <clears throat> it's just too much. It's a, a sensory overload for me. What he said to me was so out of the realm of what I thought he was going to say. So what he said to me, he, he goes, I like to buy two types of frosting. I'm like, oh, oh nice, man. That's, that's great. He's like, yeah, you know, I, you know, use it with my lady. I'm like, oh, God, that's, that's awesome. That's great. And he goes, and what uh, we like doing is I like taking my feet and I dip them in the frosting. <laughs> I dip them in the frosting. I dip them in the frosting. And then he he puts his feet, <laughs> takes his feet out, and he goes, you know, he, it, so it's like a webbed Betty Crocker frosting feet. It's webbed frosting feet like this. This is what he does. And she licks the frosting off his toes. And he just keep you know, just rinse and repeat with this, just... You know, one, you know, her calorie intake is massive. And, um, yeah, 
And so he dips the frosting and just they go to town. Yeah, that'll ruin uh, Betty Crocker uh, frosting for you. So, yeah, I mean, so uh, me personally, as much, um, you know, you know, to be honest with you, I'm going to hell yeah. You know why? Because I still like it. But it does, when I do see it, I do get a little nauseous. But that's not, that's not because of Betty. Betty didn't do this. It's because of, you know, webbed frosting boy. You know, so, yes, 79% of you said, hell yeah. And 21% of you said, hell nah. So, it's on. And uh, thank you, Kayla Nicole, for that uh, submission. Uh, <laughs> she's she, she's going to be like, ew, you ruined Betty Crocker frosting. Um, so, seriously, uh, it has been an absolute uh, pleasure it is time for me to leave. I have, uh, we will be having another guest, another couple of special guests that I'll have on. I'm very excited uh, to do that uh, because uh, our last guest was just phenomenal. So we'll keep this coming. Uh, make sure you hit like, share, and subscribe. And if you, any of you need anything, just reach out, comment, any of those things. Um, I got you. So thank you all for the support. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Later, Gators. Ow, that hurt my ears.